ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I am Dangerous Duke Duncan. And I'm your boy, Stevie Jobber. Welcome to the Dangerous Jobbers Podcast. Putting one podcast over. Oh my God. Oh, see, the second week in a row, you done messed up. I can't intro anymore, guys. I have been fucking up. It's all right. We're going to be putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. You know how we do. Yes, sir. All right, so you kick it off for us. Um, well, just before we get into anything, um, rest in peace to the Black Panther. Yes. Chadwick Boseman. Didn't even know we had colon cancer. No. Four years, he was giving us the gems, man. Mm-hmm. A true hero, a true leader. Um, I still remember going to Black Panther, taking my dad to go see Black Panther, and, mm-hmm. you know, him being so proud of everything they did, and, you know, just rest in peace to the king. Definitely, man. Made a lot of great movies. Uh, 42... 21 Bridges, obviously Black Panther, all the Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. Definitely a hurt piece for uh, everybody. And prayers out to his family and friends in this tough time. Um, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick us off with the wrestler of the pie. This is my first time kicking it off. And I'm going with somebody that I'm a fan of, Andrew Everett. Right now, he's currently signed to Evolve Wrestling. He's a former TNA Tag Champion former PWG tag champion with Trevor Lee, who most people know him now in Good WWE. Name. Yeah, they know him in WWE's Cameron Grimes. Trevor Lee is money. Trevor Lee is money. And he was trained by the Hardy Boys. Nice. So you know you come if you're coming Always from nice. you coming from that Omega that Omega training facility, you know something good's coming out of it with Shane Helms and uh who's the other guy? Absolutely. Shannon Shannon Moore, yeah. Yep. That's the guys. Alright, so we're gonna kick it off with the SummerSlam results, and we're going to start with Bailey versus Asuka. And yeah. I predicted this correctly. I knew it was going to happen. Bailey retained her title against Asuka. What were your thoughts on that match? Um, it went exactly how I expected it to go. I chose Bailey to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so, both did. I mean, you know, what do you expect? I mean, I Bailey's, Bailey's not losing that belt, guys. Yeah, no, I don't think she's going to lose it anytime soon. I feel like if she does lose it sometime soon, I think the only logical person for her to lose it to would probably be at this point, because I feel like they're going to break up mm-hmm. Sasha. Which makes a lot of sense. We will get into this later mm-hmm. when we get into the other match, but that does make logical sense to me. All right, so we, we can just jump right into the next match. We got Sasha Banks versus Asuka. Yes. I predicted that one correctly Ooh. again. How did you fare on that one? You know what? I I chose Sasha for this, guys. I was wrong. <laughs> but you know what? I will say this. Um, the Sasha curse strikes again. And just to take a second to talk about, I don't know what is going on, but somebody is pissed off um, about Sasha Banks. Somebody yeah, is upset. There is somebody Sasha Banks has just ran the wrong way because Mm -hmm. statistically, and I said this last pod, she has never, uh, she has never defended a singles championship ever since, like, successfully since NXT. Yeah, and I don't even, I don't know what it is. Like, maybe, you know, Vince doesn't like her or maybe she rubbed Vince the wrong way or Mm -hmm. Hunter or something. she's like a, what is it, like five, six-time champ? Oh, yeah. she Never she, held the title more than 60 days, guys. Look it up. I looked it up. Don't get me wrong. Never she's more a, than 60 days. She's a great transitional champion. She is She is officially, and I, I came up with this the other night, um, I have a new moniker for Sasha Banks. What's that? No longer the blueprint, no longer the boss. 
It's Sasha the Placeholder Banks. That is her name now. Oh, yeah, that's actually a good name. I like that name because she really doesn't defend the belt long. She wins, and when she wins the title, it's a great win. It's great. But she can't defend it. At all. Like, like, you can't even fight me on that. That's a legit fact. Yeah, no. She's the placeholder. That's who she is. And that's sad because of the four horse women of WWE, you're the placeholder. You're the the last person I'd yeah. expect to be the placeholder. I was I was thinking Becky Lynch would end up as the placeholder. No. I was way off. Never way off. Never don't but don't disrespect. Listen, when like she that. was wearing goggles and she was heavy steampunk, I didn't believe Do it. Do you want me to get my goggles? I will pull out the <laughs> Becky Lynch goggles, it. man. I didn't believe in it, guys. But here yeah. we are. But um, yeah. So Oscar won the Raw Women's Title and Sasha again lost. Next, we got Apollo Crews versus MVP, and we were both wrong on this, but you were you were on the fence a little bit. Apollo Crews retained against MVP. I don't know. Do you believe in Do you believe in Apollo Crews? Uh, I want to give him a shot to where give him the title. He has the title now, but I just wanted MVP to win because. I love MVP. He's a guy from Absolutely. the Ruthless Aggression era. I Absolutely. like it. So that's why I just wanted MVP to win. I kind of figured he wasn't going to win, but he's past his prime. He's not going to be a workhorse champion, stuff like that. Give Apollo somebody actually credible to fight. Like, And I wouldn't even say Shelton or, or Bobby because they're both older now too. Right. So you just you got to find somebody that's like, not like somebody that's coming from NXT. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's credible, doing some good in NXT, or find like an Andrade. Let him fight Andrade, Angel Garza. I feel like Andrade would take that belt from him in a second. Oh yeah, absolutely. But they could make an amazing match. Absolutely. Even if you want to take somebody that's his friend now and turn them heel, like uh, Cedric Alexander, you want to take Kevin Owens and make him heel again. Mm-hmm. Get him in the ring with somebody who's legit and knows what they're doing, and. I feel like it'll work. You know what? Um, I was upset about it at first, and then I I really thought about the way they're going to go with things, and it it, it came down to this. I don't think they didn't want MVP to hold the belt. I just think Bob, they weren't going to give Bobby the world title. Oh, yeah, no. So it would look weird to have two title belts and then the best guy in your group not have anything. Mm Mm-hmm. So, as an ultimatum, they were just like, well, we'll just give them the United States title. Because now they're going with Bobby versus Apollo instead of MVP versus Apollo. So that Bobby can win something and feel legitimate. Which, I mean, I don't disagree with, but I would like to see MVP as the United States champion first. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see, you know. Only only time will tell. Next we got, we'll save the two title matches for last, and then we'll jump to... A match that we both were extremely looking forward to. Ooh, Seth yes. Rollins, Dominic Mysterio. We both got it wrong. What'd you think of it, man? Oh, For me, it was a heartbreaker. Like, the, the, the entire match was a heartbreaker, but I'm going to let you go first. The best feud of the COVID era. Oh, oh, you brought it back again. I will say it again. The best feud of the hashtag COVID era. Oh, that is four pods 
in a row. Mm-hmm. We are in the COVID era, ladies and gentlemen, and this is the number one thing going today. Yeah, I was very is. disappointed that young Dominic had lost his match, mm-hmm. but great showing by the kid. Oh, you could tell he was still a little green in some areas, but he went out there and did his thing, man. He definitely did. And I respect it. I, just, I want nothing but to see this kid win, man. <laughs> definitely. He has got such a backstory, and especially for the long-time watchers, like, mm-hmm. he's already solidified. Yeah, like, he, he has a foundation of where he comes from. He has lineage behind him. Yes. And you got your frog splash. Oh, yeah, I, I wanted to cry. I'm not even going <laughs> to lie. I predicted it a little bit wrong because I said I want him to put Seth on a table, right. then hit the frog splash. Yeah. Instead, he put Seth through the table, then hit the frog splash. So I was close, but I seen him hit the frog splash, and I was like, he did it for Uncle Eddie. Yes, He sir. did it for Uncle Eddie. Yes, sir. Second one came around, and uh, it didn't work out wrong. as planned. But but you know what? It's it's. I love the way they told the story, though, because in certain spots of the match... um. I'll say this. Ray did a great job from outside the ring. Oh, definitely, yeah. There are not a lot of managers that know how to be managers in this business. Ray was doing everything he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. He did it perfect. He was he he did a great job of being the dad that wanted to get involved. Dominic did a great job of being vocal, telling him to stay on the outside. Mm-hmm. But while he was on the outside, he was still coaching him. He was still telling him when to get up. He was still telling him, listen, this is where you fight back. You got to show me you can fight back. Yeah. He did a really great job painting the picture of the father-son dynamic. And if you watch Ray throughout the match, you can see when, whenever Dom is making a rookie mistake, Ray is on the outside panicking. Mm-hmm. If you go back and watch it, it's really a great display in um, painting a story well. Just yeah. between Ray and Dominic. Yeah, they definitely did do a great job with that. And there was one part of the match that had me mad. And I don't get mad at, you know, a wrestling event. But there was one thing that had me just a little mad. What was that? And it wasn't even a bad thing. It's when Angie came walking out. Yeah. And Seth started walking back. I was like, oh. I was like, you son of a bitch. You better not. I was like, you no, better. No, no, no. I was like, leave Angie alone. You can't touch Angie. Yeah, no, that's literally what I said to my TV. I was like, leave Angie alone. Right, she's, <laughs> listen, she's, but I feel her though. I was glad they brought her in. I, didn't, I wasn't expecting to I wasn't Angie. expecting it either. When the whole family showed up? Yeah, uh, like, I was, I, I was all you needed was the little sister at that point. And yeah. It would have yeah. been a whole, it would have been a whole in your field moment, but. I was excited, but uh, yeah, she shouldn't have came out, but she, you know what I mean? I, I felt her though. It got to a point where she was like, yo. Right, you better not. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? Like, you me from on the baby. other side of the TV was like, if you touch Angie, I'm gonna jump through this TV and wring your neck, bro. Oh, that's what leave I Angie alone. <laughs> that's what I thought was gonna happen too. I thought it was gonna be like a Randy Orton situation, and oh yeah, Donald was gonna fucking snap. Like, yeah, that that would have been a great way to get him the victory if uh, if Seth would have touched Angie. Yeah, that would have been great. Um, oh, great match though. Definitely was. Match of the night for me. Definitely. Match Absolutely. of the night for me. That that gets the stamp. That was my main event. That yeah, that gets the dangerous stamp of approval for match of the night. Oh yes. And it was perfect because oh, yes. it was dangerous. <laughs> but you know what? Just to just to add my moniker in there, since you get to say it was dangerous, Seth should have did the job. 
Yeah. He should have did the job. He should have jobbed out there. Put him over, Seth. Put the young guy over. Damn it. Hog in the spotlight. Old John Cena ass. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so next we have the WWE title match. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Mm -hmm. You predicted this one correctly. I didn't predict this one correctly. I am heartbroken because I wanted Randy to win and tie. I think we, I mean, it's always good to see Randy with a belt. Um, and I said last pod, you know, they don't they don't push Randy for no reason. Yeah, yeah. But Drew's the guy, man. Yeah, I guess, I guess they're just. Uh, Drew's the guy. And a certain somebody, um, I believe, has come back to claim a different show. I don't, mm-hmm. we'll get into whoever that is later. Yeah, I don't but, know. We'll I see. mean, Drew is Drew is their guy from Monday Night Raw, so. Yeah, I mean, I can understand they'll why keep, they'll keep finding good people to throw him up against, and. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, Randy was just the guy this month, and. I feel like it's still gonna be Randy even after. You think so? You think Randy's eventually gonna take the belt from him? I don't know if he's gonna eventually take it from him, oh, but okay. I know, Randy's gonna, probably have another match with him again. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, because coming up on payback, they got uh, him and Keith Lee. This is true. And, yeah. and Keith Lee is fighting for uh, Drew McIntyre's aid. The Limitless. Yeah, so Keith I feel Lee. like after payback, whatever the pay-per-view is that comes up next, mm-hmm. Randy and him are going to wind up fighting again. I could see it. Um, congratulations to Keith Lee, by the way. Oh, definitely, yeah. A little weird he didn't have the same music, but, you know, hey. And didn't have the same music, didn't have the same wrestling attire. I, I wanted to hear Baskin his glory so bad. Threw me off. Yeah, I mean, glad he made glad he made it to the main roster. It sucks they changed his music and everything, but you think Vince made the call on those shorts? Absolutely. I I don't doubt that for a second. Who told him not to wear tights anymore? Because Hunter doesn't normally have, Hunter normally doesn't have a problem with big people wearing whatever they want to wear. Right. Yeah. Of course. Hmm. But I mean, I don't know. That was weird. And then, that was weird. Don't wear shorts again, Keith Lee. <laughs> yeah, never again. Uh, and then you got The Fiend versus Braun. Uh, I think we both got this one wrong, correct? Uh, no, yeah, you... I, I didn't. Wait, did I go with The Fiend? I don't think I went with The Fiend. Oh, no, we both went Braun. I was on the fence about it. Yeah, yeah, that, no, we I, both went Braun because Braun got his haircut, yeah. Right, because of the haircut. We did a lot of matches on <laughs> the last pod, so it was, was kind of hard to keep track. Sorry. But, yeah, we both picked Braun on that. I remember it now. Um yeah. And we both got that one wrong. Did not plan that. Uh, I was honestly a little bit surprised because I didn't expect. I, I just didn't expect the fiend to win. I didn't expect I don't, him to win I don't, at all. Here's the I, here's the thing. I don't. I'm. I don't expect them to keep going with OP champions. Yeah. But they seem to. They seem to like it. Like at least one. Mm-hmm. They seem to like one champion that just seems like he'll just never be beat. Yeah, and for some reason that's that's usually how they go. They just go with the big superhero guy or the and you know what giant it's, villain. It's contrary to um, the way they used to do things. Mm-hmm. It used to be you put the belt on the guy that's really hot, uh, yeah, like but always popular. seemed like there might be somebody that can knock him off. Yeah, like it's always... that was the great thing about The Rock and Triple H and maybe not Austin. But hmm. Triple H especially, I'm I'm plugging Triple H. He's my guy. But well, I feel like I feel like that's the same way with even the guys after that. Like 
even Cena. Cena was still big match John. Yeah. But he wasn't like immortal. You could still tell yeah, that there's always somebody there. Like he always had a Randy Orton. He always had an Edge. Exactly. He always had a CM Punk. Exactly. He always had some type of guy that was able to take the title from him when the time was right. Right. There wasn't. He wasn't invincible. And that's the thing about um, booking Brock and booking Goldberg and booking the Fiend, and well, yeah. it just it just seems like they always want some guy that seems invincible, mm-hmm. and it takes some of the spark away from that championship because you just don't expect them to lose anymore. Yeah, it's it's not it doesn't make for great TV. I mean, it does in the beginning, but yeah, after a while it gets stale. It just it's not exciting anymore. It's good for like a two three month run. If you if you just want to have them beat a couple people and you're planning on some other huge dude you've been building taking the belt from them or like a redemption story of the person mm-hmm. they took it to. But to have the title on them for months on end just doesn't. Yeah, doesn't. We, yeah we get tired of it. it. It gets it gets bland. It gets annoying. It's just it's like, all right, yeah, you got the big guy. He's going to win. We don't really care. We'll wait right. till the next match. Or if they're in the main event, it's like, all right, we know they're going to win. So. We'll just shut it off What's here. The point, right? But um, for those who stuck around for the end of that match, we had a nice little uh, surprise return. Roman came back and straight cleared house, like whooped Braun's ass, whooped the Fiend's ass, and he was talking a whole lot too, mm-hmm. a whole lot of shit. Definitely, and I don't know why this stuck out to me. His teeth looked whiter. Yeah, he definitely got his teeth fixed. I guys. don't know. I don't know why that stuck out. He got his teeth fixed, and you know what? I didn't realize it at first. Um, I think he kind of maybe that's why he was talking so much shit. <laughs> but I mean, you get your teeth fixed. I mean, I don't know. I don't have my teeth fixed, but I would imagine you you want to talk a whole lot of shit afterwards. Yeah, no, but but he was talking a whole lot of shit, and I realized that because Randy Orton had posted something about it. Um, if Randy acknowledges the shit talk, and you know you did something right, <laughs> right. And then when you see him um, on Friday. I don't want to spoil anything because we'll get into it next pot. But when he's talking on on SmackDown, you can you can you can tell you can tell. Well, I mean SmackDown already aired, so you might as well just might as well might as well because if you don't, I'm going to. Well, because I was hyped for it. The guy that is now declared that he will wreck everyone and leave, which is I think is an homage to Austin's uh, old T-shirt, arrive, raise hell, and leave. leave. I think. Um, I think if if you if you don't know by now, I'll just I'll spill the beans. Um, it's a spoiler. <laughs> Roman Reigns is a Paul Heyman guy. Definitely, and I, I was hype as hell. I got chills. That. I got chills. I mean, man. I kind of feel like they were. I kind of feel like they planted the seeds for that a couple years ago. Yes. I I don't remember if it was the first time or the second time he fought Brock, but Paul was talking to him, and Paul said, "You have everything it takes." To be the guy, to be the star. Absolutely. You're just missing something. And then that was it. They just left it there. And that's what he was missing. He was missing. And you know what? Over over the time of the Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns uh, rivalry, Paul Heyman has always been very secure on his stance with Roman. Mm-hmm. He's always he's always given Roman respect. Absolutely. He's always said to Roman, "Listen, you are everything. You are the total package. Mm-hmm. Um your lineage is excellent. I I've been best for I've been friends with uh your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um your father. I know how good you got it. You're just not 
Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So it it kind of does paint a picture over this whole arc of Roman being like, you know what? Maybe it's time. Yeah, and it's I feel like it's gonna work, and people are gonna boo Roman. They're gonna boo the hell out of him, but they're gonna love him. Like I'm they're gonna they're gonna love to boo him. It's like not one of those boo. We're tired of seeing this guy. We don't want him here. Absolutely. It's like this guy is great. Mm-hmm. We still gotta boo him. Because, you know, he's a heel, obviously. But what he's doing is great. And I think Paul is going to be what makes him great as a heel. Cause, Absolutely. Because Roman as a heel was, like, we couldn't really believe it. Yeah. And then it was, like, him as a face it was, like, meh. Like, he, he was just, he was, like, eh. And then when he came back as, uh, after his, um when he came out of remission. Yes. We like to cheer him as a face because he overcame something really good. And now he's going to be a heel. It's gonna be amazing. I'm I'm assuming he's gonna be a heel because he's with Paul, I obviously. Hope. I would hope. But I think it's gonna be great with him as a heel with Paul Heyman. Um, let me say this: I I got I got a really good feeling if they do this right, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna totally erase out of my mind all the times they've done it wrong because we're dealing with Paul Heyman. And Paul Heyman likes to do things the right way. Absolutely. If they do this right, I feel like I could get that really good love to hate you thing going on. Like like the Kurt Angles and the Triple H's and the Randy mm-hmm. Orton's and um, Seth Rollins when he was under the authority, when he was on that hot streak as a bad guy like, after he... uh, CM Punk the same way yeah yeah like just that really like that real passionate hate like every time I see you I just I hate everything you do but, but it's I so love good what you're doing at the it's same so time good. I feel like if they do this right I could really love to hate Roman yeah, and that's what I want to do it's going to make for entertaining TV it's going to make mm-hmm. for entertaining matches promos everything mm-hmm. because at this point he's over Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, Even without fans there, he's over. Yeah, so now we're just having fun with it. Mm-hmm. And Bad Roman, oh, I, I just oh, want to hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to hate it. I can't wait to see how much he destroys people under yes. Paul Heyman. Yes. I feel like he's going to have that just like the way, the way Brock was. Not talk as much and just kick ass and leave. Mm-hmm. He, I feel like he's going to become Brock. That talks a little bit more. The weekly Brock that can fight. Yeah, like he'll be there all the time. He'll t- actually talk. Mm-hmm. He won't just bring out a beast box and shake his head and no really weird antics. Yeah, just do like um. I'm trying to think of a big guy. Uh, like a Diesel. Um, if Diesel didn't talk. Mm-hmm. And just beat people up the whole time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that'll work. Um, I do have one question. Yeah. Because I noticed this. When on earth is Mr. Money in the Bank going to cash in that briefcase? And I say this as an honest question because at this point, I have no freaking clue. Podcast world, does anybody... Does anybody think that he's going to get that thing stolen? Like, I'm really waiting for somebody to just take it from him. Like, I, I'm, I really don't know what they're Because planning. who does he cash this in on that he doesn't immediately lose to? 
for real, like what what's the end game with with Otis as the money in the bank briefcase holder? You have McIntyre as the WWE champion. You have the Fiend, potentially either Braun or Roman, as Universal champion. Mm-hmm. There's like no way. He's credible enough against any of those He's guys. Got no shot, guys. Like I don't know if they're. No shot. They they made a hint a while back that they can be cashed in at any title. Mm. I don't want to see them cashing it on a tag team title, because mm. at that point it's gonna feel. It's, wasted. Yeah, it's gonna feel like it's wasted. So I don't I don't know what they're gonna do, and if it can really be cashed in on any title, and I say that with quotations. If it can really be cashed in on any title, I definitely don't want to see him give it to Mandy. That's what I thought. I, I def- think he might give it to Mandy. I really don't want that. I think he might give it to Mandy. Ooh. Ooh. I just got to... All right. Well, I, I see you got that light bulb going off. What are you thinking? Okay. Booking brilliance, right? Hashtag booking brilliance. Say <clears throat> over a span of time. Mm-hmm. They're waiting, and Mandy's having a, a rough go at it as a singles women's competitor. Mm-hmm. And she just she just wants to win, you know. She 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 gets a really bad loss, runs into the arms of Otis. Oh dear. You know those big, meaty arms and. Just tells him, I just want to, I just, I just want to hold the gold one time. I just want to win, you know. I just, it's just so hard to win, you know. And and Otis is 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 taking his time thinking and mm-hmm. eating steak and <laughs> you know. Don't you dare say what I said. Somebody gets so. demolished in a women's title match, and Otis just goes, "Baby." This one's for you. This is it. This is your moment. <laughs> you know, and he hobbles out there, Mandy Rose in hand, and cashes in that money in the bank for Mandy Rose to win the belt. Oh my god. And they hug and they cheer and then I just got nauseous. And then Mandy has a stroke of uh of what is it? Uh Maria Canellas, was it? <laughs> Maria and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zack Ryder where she just kicks no, him in the uh, nuts no Eve Torres Eve Torres she has a moment of Eve Torres where she just kicks him in the nuts and leaves I got what I wanted <laughs> this is all I was using you for I just wanted the belt needed a big strong man to get me a little closer to it that would be the biggest crock of shit <laughs> I would be so pissed for Otis I really would I gotta have a drink on that one. Book it. Book it. That's how I would do it. No. Mandy Rose Hill turn. I mean, yeah. It sounds believable. Women's champion. Total bitch. It sounds believable, but uh, I just wouldn't want that. (laughs) Poor Otis. Hashtag poor Otis. Oh my god. What is wrong with you? Oh, shoot. What else do we got? I think that's everything we got. We were just doing the SummerSlam, um, the SummerSlam recap. Mm-hmm. So um, highlight for you. What was your favorite moment between NXT and SummerSlam? Um, I don't know if I have any super duper highlights from NXT. 
My highlight would have been if uh, Dakota Kai had won, but okay. As usual, Dakota Kai is not winning anything. Um, <laughs> just like Tegan Knox. Just like Tegan Knox, they might as well get back together. But um, I guess the highlight would have to be Dom then. Okay. You know, nothing special on NXT. Uh, Cross won, but Cross is lost also now. So mm-hmm. you know, where are we at? Um, yeah, but what was his injury? Was it a uh, bicep it injury? A, yeah, I think it was like shoulder bicep. Okay. And apparently it's worse than they thought it was going to be. So, yeah. A whole lot of build up for nothing, which sucks. Mm. Hope he gets a quick recovery. All right, so that, that just gave me another time. Oh, oh. The fatal four-way Iron Man There match. you go. That You, you just Holy read my mind. Holy shit. Look, see? He just Before read my mind. Before we leave, this is going to be one of the greatest matches of the entire fucking year. Definitely, cause I see. I was like, okay, you got Gargano, okay, you got Ciampa, okay, you got Adam Cole. Holy shit, you got Finn yeah. Balor in there too. Like, you literally have four corner. You have, in my opinion, at this very moment, I'm gonna say that's the NXT Mount Rushmore right there. Oh, absolutely. You have Mount Rushmore in one match together at the same damn time. You know how, how much you can often do. Does that happen? You can have. Bullet Club versus DIY. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's why it's exciting. That that reason solely alone is why it's exciting to me. It's two different eras of Bullet Club. You Don't know get what me wrong. these you know what these four geniuses are about to do with this hour? Yes, and I'm when, glad they gave us an When hour. they can do as many pinfalls as it takes, 60 minutes. I am not getting up from the TV. Oh my lord, I'm four of sit, the best. Yes, right in front of the TV. For this match, I'm not moving for anything. My phone's going on airplane mode. Everything, I'm locking everybody outside of the house. And I'm watching this match. Like, this match is going to be amazing. These are these are the gems you get when shit happens out of nowhere and you got to call a fly. Thank God for Hunter. Yes. I'm not oh even going to say Hunter. Thank God for Paul Levesque. God's gift of wrestling. This guy... And like I don't even care that Karrion Cross and Keith Lee don't aren't champions anymore. Yeah, like, the fact that we get this, I don't give a shit who wins. Yeah, but I really don't either. This is gonna be amazing. I mean, I, I obviously don't want Johnny Gargano to win. Oh, anybody but Johnny. Yeah, but sorry, if Just, the match is no. still great, I won't even care if Johnny wins. This is true. But you know who I'm going for? I got a pool for my boy. I got a pool for Balor Club. Of course, and I'm I'm lun- I'm the lunatic all the way. Yeah, yeah. See, so I'm a psycho killer, Tommaso Ciampa, but all day. Baby. It doesn't even Daddy's matter. Daddy's home. It doesn't even matter because, like, I want Bauer to win. You want Ciampa to win. If Cole wins, we're still gonna be happy about yeah, it. Super if happy. your guy wins, I'm gonna be fucking ecstatic. If Balor wins, I know you're gonna be ecstatic. Absolutely. It's it's an amazing match. If Gargano wins, we're gonna be like, okay, Gargano won. Yeah. But yeah. if the match is good, we're not gonna care. <laughs> yeah. But so, these, these four guys are going to tear the fuck down. Yeah, guys. definitely. Oh, my God. Tune in to NXT this coming week. Go watch that match. That match is going to be freaking phenomenal. Absolutely. No pun to AJ Styles. That match is just <laughs> going to be phenomenal. All right. Is that everything? Uh, Yeah, I think that's everything for me. As always, I'm going to shout out Reckless Pops and The Proper Popper. Oh, damn, man. If you guys don't know The Proper Popper or Reckless Pops, go find them on YouTube. Subscribe to their stuff. They got amazing things that they're doing. 
And catch them on live every week. Yeah, catch them on live every Tuesday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. We'll be on on Tuesday. Uh, we're recording this right now, so are we going to be on tonight? We should be. Yeah, we're going to be on tonight, so go check it out. Uh, anything else you want to say? I got nothing. All right, well, tune in next week, guys. As always, stay blessed, stay dangerous. Absolutely. Love y'all. One love.